Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Just a quick note before we get started that this is part of our Blast from the Past series, where we celebrate one of the incredible women in tech from our archive. And if you're a new listener or you're just looking to be inspired, dig into the back catalog. There are literally hundreds of stories to choose from. Enjoy the episode. If we will try to do everything on our own, it will be probably be a lose-lose situation. Like it's the same, by the way, in a family. If you will try to do everything on your own, no one will get satisfied. My name is Esprit Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast. I have someone absolutely inspirational sitting here in the studio with me, and I am really, really elated to share her story with everyone listening. We just had her on the We Are LA Tech podcast, and I wanted to dive deeper into her experience becoming the leader that she is today. Welcome, Liat. Hello, hello. (laughs) Happy to be here. (laughs) Again. So go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your company. So I'm Liat. I'm the CEO of an amazing, amazing startup named Fusit, uh, an augmented reality and video uh, blending application for any user who wants to create content. I actually moved here to LA eight weeks ago with my family, husband and three kids uh, after uh, raising uh, money for our uh, startup. And uh, happy to be here. And you raised millions. Yeah. So we're going to get into that. We're going to get into quite a few things that fascinate me about Liat. We're going to get into, I know a lot of of people talk about how it's difficult to raise money um, being a woman in tech. So we'll talk about Liat's journey and what positive things that she found so we could all learn from her. I also am aware that Liat manages her team now remotely or at least works with her team remotely. So I want to get into how her team is managed uh, when she's in L.A. and they're in Tel Aviv and being a mother and and a wife and and being an entrepreneur. How do you know where to allocate your time at which hour? I think these are all really, really great things that we could learn from her. So let's start from the beginning. You work in the augmented reality space, but you're not an engineer. Correct. So how did you get there? I think that in order to have a startup, you Being an engineer is not a must. You have to have a great idea and you have to have uh, the guts to do it Mm -hmm. because ideas probably most of us have. Uh, I'm meeting every day so many people that has some great, great ideas, but not doing anything with that. Uh, So the first step is actually taking the idea and and getting out of the room and find find engineers find right. people that will love the same idea and will share the same passion and will want to do the same with you. 
now you didn't start in the tech world, right? Yeah, so correct. let's bring it back to the beginning. When did you first realize that you were passionate about technology? I think that I always been re- uh, passionate about new new thing. Mm-hmm. It was not mainly uh, tech. So when I I started the first day in the Israeli television, uh, in the Israeli satellite, by the way, television, and it was a new company. I was right. employee number fifty. I came to do telemarketing sales. And eight years later, I was running all the home production of the company and home channel and the Oscar ceremony in Israel. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and and once it got, you know, it got into a balance, then I left the company. And wait, I wait, ju- so wait, once it was <laughs> once it was like really easy and no it, big deal. You're like, I need a new challenge. Yeah. <laughs> it was more about the challenge. And it was the beginning of the inter- internet, like, like it was 2007. Right. Um, and the internet was there. It's not what, It was not the beginning, but the internet yeah. was very uh, appealing. All the social media right. was appealing. Uh, and I always loved tech. Yeah. Though I'm not an engineer, I right. always loved new website. And then I was an early adapter for a lot of applications. Right. So... I just saw the scene and, and decided to, to do it, though I was not engineer. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I say that a lot. A lot of um, women will share, oh, I can't be on the show. I'm not in tech. I'm a designer. I'm not, I can't be on the show. I'm not in tech. I'm a founder, but of a tech company. Yeah. You know, I hear that a lot. And I, and I, I really welcome people to explore what being a woman in tech means to them, because to me, it means being associated with a tech company, helping a tech company needs a lot of different people to be able to flourish and grow. It's yeah. not just the programmer. It's everybody who supports the programmer and the founder in their vision. It's utilizing um, the technology in order to create an outcome. And um, yeah, so for me, women in tech does not mean just a, an engineer or programmer. It's not, by the way, it's not just women. In yeah. general, I think that in order to create success, yeah. you have to bring some diversity in. I agree. Completely. And diversity in doesn't mean that as a woman, I have to be a woman. I have to be engineer. Right. Right. Because each and every one of us has his own skills. And uh, and the fact that we can share different opinion and knowledge yeah. will grow better companies and better startups. I completely agree. hundred percent. And so... Okay, so you were fascinated by the world of technology as it was becoming more popularized, yeah. if that's a word. And then, <laughs> and then you decided, what was your first foray, you know what I'm trying to say, into the tech world professionally? So when I left the Israeli television, I actually joined another uh, website, Israeli website. It was a social media site uh, who got sold in Israel for a few millions of dollars. And then I joined to another team in Israel, which was a public company that has a translation software. And uh, over there, I saw the product. I understood there is, that there was something mis- missing with the distribution model and monetization model. Uh, so we did a few changes and the company was like rapidly <laughs> fast. Uh, the price share was getting higher and then we did some great stuff there. And did you work in the sales and marketing capacity at both those companies? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So you took you took the experience that you gained in the, a non tech industry, correct? And then really became the best in your field, and then applied that to the tech space. Yes. And then what about working at that first startup after your um, your career in the TV business? 
What about working there where you made you think this is the industry for me? Well, I met some great mentor. Uh, the chairman of the specific uh, company was uh, a founder of shopping.com and Comtouch and three very successful uh, companies. Right. And uh, this guy was about, I think he was 60, 62 when we met, you know, with a lot of talent in physics yeah. and math. And I was lucky enough to have a great relationship with him. And he's believed me, like the way he believes in me and, yeah. and I was open to learn and that was it. I love it. And and then that led into working with a public company. Yeah. And then after the public company, why did you leave that opportunity and how did you end up in Fuse It today? So with a public company, I was uh, at the end of the pregnancy of my third child. Whoa. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> when did you have your first child? Wow. My older son is 14 now. So that was during TV days. That was like first kids were during TV days. Because okay. uh, he's 14. Another girl is uh, my second uh, child. Is the, It's a she. It's Mika and she's 12. Yeah. And then I took eight years uh, off of kids. And uh, so my youngest, actually, Maya, is four years old. So cute. That's yeah. amazing. Okay. There's so much I want to get into. But yes. Before getting into the whole family piece, where did Fuse come into play? So after I left the public company. And why did you leave there? Yeah. I got to a point when I was done with the company. Yeah. Yeah. I sold my options. Yeah. I bought a new house. Yeah. I went to be a homestay mom. Yeah. I knew that I can uh, take a few years off. Right. And be more at home with the kids. What was that like? Amazing. Really? Do you ever miss it today? From time to time. Yeah. There are occasions that I'm missing it. I love my family. One of the reasons that we are here in LA is yeah. so I will have more family time. Yeah. And not uh, not uh, in flights. Then, right, right, right. Instead right. of the, all the flights. But is there also something kind of side note? I have a girlfriend who's a mother, a single mom of twins. Yeah. And I really admire how she lives she has a life of her own outside being a mother yeah. and she's a devoted mother. Yeah. And I think it helps her be a devoted mother. No doubt. To have her own identity. No doubt. I think that the fact that we can uh, accomplish our goals and being a mom will get us to some great opportunities and success. And we have to, to look you know, inside and understand that we have these two rules. Right. We have to be moms. Yeah. And good ones. Yeah. Uh, but we also have to be committed to ourselves and reach our goals. 100%. I feel like I wish everybody could have the privilege of hanging out with Leah just to like <laughs> pick her brain and like really get into how she's the strong leader in the world. But okay, so you leave the public company and you actually didn't create Fuse. Someone else created Fuse yeah. It. And then you came in later. So tell us that story. So the company was not Fuse It. Uh, yeah. The company was uh, an online platform for uh, online auditions. Okay. Uh, and a group of founders developed this product with some amazing audio solution. And like many startups, they got to a point that there were three founders uh, and they actually left the companies. I met one of the shareholders of the company for a coffee on another. Serendipitously. Test. Yeah. Yeah. And he shared with me the story, showed me the tech. And two weeks later, I had a new nanny at home uh, and I took the same, the same tech 
I hire a new team, hire the new team there, uh, raise money, change the strategy, change the product, change the model, and the rest is in history. What was it about the technology of what was to become Fuse It that made you make such a huge life decision? What, how did you instantaneously become passionate about someone else's technology? Well, today, as I see it, it's my technology. It's there. They did the first layer, which was the audio and was very unique. But on top of it, we actually added so many layers. The audio was it's just the first layer of the company today. And I saw this audio solution and understood that there is something about it that I think that is very unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we will add some layers on top of it, we can build and uh, develop something which is much bigger. Myself and my team, we took this audio solution. We added another, another layer of augmented reality and another layer of video blending uh, and another layer of content uh, understanding. And out of it, we have an amazing new baby. <laughs> and and let's, let's talk about your team. And I also want to bounce back at some point and really walk everybody through the story of someone using your yeah. technology. But before that, let's talk about your team. You have a, a, a team of 15. Yeah. Is that 15 including you? Or are you 16 or is it, it 15 no, including, you? including you? And now you live in Los Angeles. Yeah. You value and trust your team highly. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this a little bit earlier um, offline. How, how do you know how to hire to build a trustworthy team? And then on top of that, now that you're here in LA, who manages your team? How do you handle that? Now that I'm here in LA, we have a site manager in Israel, which is our VP R&D. And she's an amazing, amazing, amazing person. And, uh, and she's also have a much deeper understanding in engineering. Right. So she's the best person to do it. And uh, once we have our chemistry and our dialogue, and I am fully in 100%, uh, you know, it's not counting. I'm yeah, depending. Depending. Yeah. Uh, trust her. That's How the do right you find one. her? It's a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> we met in a coffee shop for... Uh, you in coffee shops? <laughs> no, no, no. Someone introduced us. Yeah. I got her CV. Yeah. Uh, from one of our investors. Right. And we met in a coffee shop for a coffee. Yeah. She already had an agreement to for a job in other place. Yeah. In a much better position and much better uh, salary. Yeah. And we just clicked. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's it. it. Yeah. That's it. I think you said something really important that I hope everybody caught on to. You said she she's the best at managing engineers. She's she's better than I am. That's her talent. So yeah. she's better suited for that than I am. And I think as founders, it's important for us to take a step back and ask ourselves, where do we excel and where is it best for someone else that that's where they excel in the world for them to run yeah. that role? That's true. Yeah. I don't think we spend enough time really taking We want to be great at everything. Yeah. Yeah. But we cannot be, if we will try to do everything on our own, by the way, it will be probably be a lose-lose situation. Right. Like it's the same, by the way, in a family. Yeah. If you will try to do everything on your own, no one will get satisfied. So if you can find you know, housekeeper yeah. that will help you to keep the house or uh, or speak with your partners and actually share all the different tasks and, and yeah. stuff that you have to do, your family... Uh, will most likely be more healthy. 
situation. So the main understanding or my understanding is that you have to, you you must have um, the trust. And you must let other people do and step into a position or places where you cannot be there. And some people listening are saying, that's great, Esprit. And I'm glad. And it's really inspiring to hear that it worked out for Leah. But like, I am a solo entrepreneur. I just started. I don't have funding. I'm just creating my idea right now. I can't afford to hire someone. How do you expect me to get there? So every, uh, you know, each and every one of us started at the same point. Each and every one of us. Most of the uh, founders uh, did not have co-founders at the beginning, but they were active in looking for them. I think that the main differentiation is being active. Once you will be active, you will find the right co-founder or you will raise the money or you will launch the product. Yeah. But you'll have to be active and you'll have to decide what are you going to be active about and what are you going to let other people to be active about. Totally. I love it. And what would you say, can you describe to me a challenge that you've overcome that you were really proud of yourself that that was really difficult and now you're like, oh, I did it. Something, a barrier that you came across. I think that being here with Fusit. It's like moving to Los Angeles. Moving to Los Angeles with a family with three kids. Uh, raising the money that will let me do it. I'm not familiar with too many uh, women interp- Israeli women entrepreneurs that actually did the same step as I did right. in the last uh, weeks. So I'm happy that I've accomplished that. <laughs> and now I'm actually looking at the next goals. <laughs> and now you raised a significant amount of money in the millions. How were you able to raise money? What was your path? When you are raising money, I think it, it's most uh, important that you'll be focused on raising money. My my first mentor actually said that. She said, you need to understand raising money is a full-time job. It's a full-time job. You cannot do anything but you raising money. You can't run your company. No. You have to raise the money. So once uh, I've got to a point when I had to raise the money, in order to support, by the way, this relocation, which is a very, very expensive uh, relocation, uh, I just step into the office I told my team, I'm not here. Lead the product, lead the marketing, lead the R&D. Uh, don't speak to me. Don't ask me questions. You are great in what you do. Go. Yeah. And for the next uh, six to eight weeks, I was only fundraising money. That was the only thing that I did. I was not uh, dealing with the product. I was not dealing with the marketing. I was not dealing with the, obviously, with the engineering, the R&D, just focusing on money. And then you get you did it. And I did. Now, was there any? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go mildly deep. Yeah. Was there any particular strategy or tactic in the meetings? I've heard all sorts of stories from people. From here's a perfect one. And and everybody knows I don't like to be controversial. I'm about finding solution. I'm about having a positive mindset. But I'm just gonna tackle something straight on. Did you ever have an investor say, "You have three children. How do you expect?" To be a founder? No, but I did hear that in job interview. Not as uh, not from investors, but did got uh, this comment on a job interview. And so here's where I'd like to take the question: How do you respond to that in a powerful way? Uh, I think that to start with, I don't want to be in a place when someone asking me these kind of questions. Because if if he's asking this question during a job interview, he will ask the question day after day 
even if you will hire me. So it's a no-go for me. And, yeah. and, and as I see it, it's the last for the company. Amen. It's not my last. You're, yeah, you're setting your own boundaries. Yeah. You're making the choices for what's best for you. It's a mutual, it's, it's a two-way relationship. Correct. And yeah. I think, by the way, that today, if you look around, raising three kids, it's not 100% on the mom. Mm-hmm. It's an equal job between yeah. the father and the mother. Yeah. And the same questions, uh, it should ask my husband as well. And if he did not ask him, then the problem is the person actually who asking those questions. Yeah, yeah. Not you. So what I'd like to get into is let's walk everybody through what it is to use Fuseit. Uh, it's a very simple process, actually. Just go to the App Store. Uh, search for Fuse.8. Download. And now is it only an iPhone or is it both Android and iPhone? It's Today it's on iPhone. In a few weeks it's also going to be on Android. Great. And uh, just download the application, open the app, rate us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and uh, choose the content uh, which you are most passionate about. And in one click, create a new video of yourself and one of the videos that we have. And, and so walk us through that. What's that look like? What's it mean to create a video? So Fuse It is to create content. So for instance, if I wanted more content on my Instagram or if yeah. I wanted to send my friend a video, um, it's like next level, next level Giphy's or something, right? Uh, next level Giphy, yeah, because it's videos first. Yeah. Uh, what we are doing, we are taking features from After Effects solutions, from audio uh, synchronization solutions. And bringing it all into one algorithm, automatic and real-time algorithm to the user. So we bring the ability to replace an actor in a movie scene, for example, right. or to sing with your favorite singers. Right. And to sync everything into a new, very professional videos in just one click, ready to share. I love it. I love it. I lo- I'm... I'm- Obviously, you know, you guys know I have a company, we are LA Tech, and we have to do social posts every day. So I'm constantly trying to think of like, what am I going to do that's interesting today? What's useful to everybody? And it's cool to have this really unique solution where I could do a song with with my favorite singer or something or whatever it is that makes sense and create this unique piece of content. Yeah. I love it. Totally. Where do you see your company, your life, your everything here? Like a year from now, what would you like to see? I don't look, usually, by the way, I'm not looking for uh, like the long term. Yeah. Uh, I really, really a person of baby steps. Yeah. So what I'm trying to achieve today is signing uh, the first agreement with the first partners yeah. or uh, business partners for uh, Fusic. In a year from now, we probably have few agreements like that. The technology is going to be much more uh, in progress. Uh but you won't find me hearing or saying anything about exit or funding or uh, <laughs> something like that. It's just baby steps, just working on the next steps, doing it the best, the fastest that you can. And then speaking about so steps if you, after. If you work for a talent agency, if you're at CAA or if you, if you uh, are, are friends with a celebrity and you think that the person you're friends with or the person that you represent or have a relationship with wants to have a more engaging brand identity, if yeah. they want to go for it. Yeah. Or fan engagement. If you have fans and you want them to be engaged with your video content or uh, if you think that... Um, your brand can get some great benefit. We had 
in a previous app that we have a campaign with Coca-Cola here yeah. in the state, which yeah. got some amazing impression and video right. views. And it started actually from newsletter to 5,000 people. That's it. And uh, so brand can get some great exposure to right. our uh, application and talent can get some great fan engagement tools. So if you have a relationship like that and you want to explore partnering with Fused, um, email Liat at... Liat at getfused.it. And it's L-I-A-T. L-I-A-T at G-E-T-F-U-S-E dot it. Perfect. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing your story with the Women thank in Tech podcast. Thank you for having podcast. me here. Yes, of course. <laughs> You're, I, I always admire a powerful leader. I love learning. I aspire. I feel like I'm a powerful leader in the making. <laughs> Constantly working on myself. Maybe I'll never feel that I achieve because I'm always pushing myself to get to the next level. But it's just always just such a pleasure and inspiration to meet other people that have this passion for technology like I do, have this passion to be a really compassionate forward-thinking uh, innovator and that I could hear your story and I could, I could, you know, be like, if she can do it, so can I. Uh, everyone <laughs> could. <laughs> and I hope all of you feel the same way. I will talk to you guys, hear you guys, see you guys in the next episode. Remember to say hello at Women in Tech Show on Twitter, on Instagram, all the socials. We're on Facebook and I think you guys are amazing. Bye. Bye. <laughs> This episode of the Women in Tech Show is powered by UpGuard. UpGuard's discovery engine brings visibility to complex IT environments, enabling teams to quickly identify risk, confirm compliance, and make business safer. They are proud supporters and employers of incredible women in tech. The Women in Tech podcast is an independent production funded by you, the community. To support Women in Tech, if you believe in the vision as much as we do, please consider going to womenintechpodcast.com. That's womenintechpodcast.com and just click on the contribution link to keep this podcast going. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.